0: Welcome back to Growing Places, a podcast about all things economic development here in the Sioux Falls metro area, brought to you by the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. Hello, and welcome back to Growing Places from the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. I'm your host today, Ryan Solberg, an economic development specialist here at SMGA. Recently, we hosted our annual meeting where we gave awards for Person of the Year, Business of the Year, and Community of the Year. The next few podcast episodes will be highlighting these awesome people and organizations that have been making real change in their communities, Our Business of the Year Award is given to an enterprise or entrepreneur doing business in the SMGA region that has shown outstanding community development support or regional economic development partnership activity during 2021. Winning the Business Partner of the Year Award for 2021 is Grant Park Capital for all their work here in the city of Baltic. And with us today are two of the people who have been instrumental in creating Grant Park Capital. We have Brian Hefty, the CEO of Hefty Seed Company, which is located just outside of Baltic, and Mike Wendland, a longtime resident of Baltic, former mayor, city administrator, and economic development director. Welcome to the podcast, Brian and Mike. Thanks. Thank you. Awesome. If you guys want to give a brief introduction uh,
1: of yourselves for our audience... Okay, so I'll start out. I'm, I'm Brian Hefty, and I have also been a lifelong Baltic resident, but I've always grown up, or well, where I grew up, grew up was out in the country and still live out in the country today, just about three miles away from the city of Baltic, but went to school in Baltic. My kids all went to school in Baltic, and for our business, we have about probably 50 people that are working for us full-time just out here in rural Baltic. Mm -hmm. And I want more of my people to live near where we work. And so that's just a little bit why we got started with this development going on in Baltic. Okay,
2: Mike. Yeah, and I'm Mike Wendland, and I am a lifelong resident of Baltic. I grew up there, went to school, uh, snuck away to Augie and (laughs) graduated from Augie and started working at Citibank, worked at Citibank for 31 years uh, while I was working there, I then also became involved uh, with the city government and spent 18 years as the mayor of Baltic, then uh, resigned as the mayor to become the city administrator and economic development director uh, of Baltic before joining Brian with Grant Park Capital.
0: Awesome. So we got a couple of, of true, true blue bulldogs here. I'm just the poser who, who recently started working in Baltic, so it's awesome <laughs> to have you guys here and, and all the knowledge you have of the community. Um, Brian, do you mind telling us a little bit more about, about your company out here? It's a, it's a family company. You guys have been here yep. for, for many years, and I think a lot of our listeners would be interested to learn a little bit more about yep. Hefty Seed. Yeah.
1: So, well, first of all, we do farm, and that's really what I grew up doing was farm work actually scooped a lot of hog manure when I was a kid and didn't really want to do that my whole life. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, we ha- had a family business then at the time too called Hefty Seed Company. And we've now expanded and we're in a number of different states with quite a few stores. But what we do is we work with farmers in terms of seed and crop protection products. So things like herbicides and insecticides to kill their weeds and insects. And so that's really our main business is Hefty Seed Company. We also do a television show called Ag PhD and Mm -hmm. we're on the radio on Sirius XM with Ag PhD radio as well.
0: You're a natural on the mic here can tell that right
1: away. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that. I, I think you needed to hear some of our first shows and then I think you would, uh, you would realize I'm not a natural at all. It's just anything that you're going to do like a few thousand times, hopefully you get slightly better at that. That's right. So yeah, that's right. So uh, going back to,
0: to the foundation of, of Grand Park Capital, um, I think you talked about Brian having a place for, for your employees to live yeah. closer to closer to the business. Um, so so where did this
1: really start from? I mean, it starts with an idea. How did, how did things get started on Grant Park Capital? Well, I had been talking to Mike off and on over a few years about just the fact that nobody was developing any more land by Baltic. And he had said to me several times, why don't you just do something? And I'm like, yeah, I got enough other jobs and I'm not a land developer. I don't know what I'm doing exactly there. And so anyway, it, we... I, I don't remember exactly how the conversation went or what happened, but a couple of years ago we just decided, yep, we should probably do something because Baltic is literally about out of lots, and I've got people that would like to live in Baltic, and they, they can't. So anyway, we just thought, yep, let's give this a shot. And I, I would say, too, we own some ground, some farm ground close to Baltic, but it's not connecting to Baltic. So we had to go buy a piece that was connecting to Baltic, and then it, it was – It was quite the process, getting that annexed into town, getting it zoned correctly, and then going through this whole development thing. So it's been interesting.
0: What is Grant Park Capital? How many acres are developed now? How many lots?
1: Uh, How many homes are going up? Yeah, so we've got roughly 53 acres. It's two different developments is what we're calling it, Phillips Crossing and then Grant Park. And we've got 126 single-family housing lots so in the future, I guess we'll see if we decide to do something else. But at this point, it's just single-family housing lots. How many phases did this
0: project take? The one. both of the developments just one phase. Just one. I think that's something that a lot of our, our listeners will be interested in. It's it's rare to, to have a development in a town the size of Baltic, about thirteen hundred people,
1: um, to have it all in in one go. What was yeah. what was the motivation for for one? Yeah, but um, we're we're only ten miles away from Sioux Falls, and when you look at all these other towns that are around us, whether it's Dell Rapids or T or Brandon, Harrisburg, they were also a little ways from Sioux Falls. Well, now they're about connected to Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Some of them, other than Del Rapids, obviously, but we just thought, why can't Baltic have? a lot of people coming into town relatively soon. And part of the thing, too, is we just wanted to go through the process once, not have to continue to go back to the city council and continue to have to pave more roads and everything. And we just thought this would be a less expensive way for us to get it in. And we'll see. Maybe, maybe it wasn't the wisest decision, but it's really nice when anywhere in our developments, you can pick a lot and you can come out and build. Mm-hmm. Speaking
0: of, you know, going through the city council, uh, paving roads, Mike, uh, could you tell us a little bit about some of the challenges in in getting the development going? Uh, um, Some of the obstacles that you guys face to get started for subcontracting? I mean, a lot of this happened in the midst of, of COVID, which I think must have made things a little bit more interesting, but...
2: Yeah, you know. So so the process itself, you know, we had great partnership all the way along with the planning and zoning with the city council with our contractors, engineers, everybody. Uh but that's not to say that you didn't have your normal stumbling blocks, you know, sometimes uh, we didn't have the right paperwork, wasn't quite ready, or uh, we missed the publication, or something like that. To nobody's fault, it just occurred, uh, but nothing that detrimentally stopped the the continuation of the development uh, and things like that. And actually, um, yes, we were in the in the midst of COVID, but we, as far as the supply chain, we were ahead of the curve just enough uh, because we heard from our contractors shortly after. Uh, we were into um, our development about halfway that all of a sudden um, pipe was becoming short and valves were becoming short, uh, sewer manhole covers, you couldn't get those. But luckily, we had already all had all that ordered uh, and we had it on hand. And so that way, um, our development didn't incur any uh, delays in that that means.
0: That's awesome to hear.
2: Yeah. And I have to say, too,
1: it it's thanks in large part to Mike that a lot of these things went as smooth as it did because with his past involvement with city government and that whole side of things, that was something that I couldn't bring to the table. So I have a lot of experience in terms of buildings and construction and all that. So I'm very familiar with that side, but it's a whole different deal when it's when there there are politics involved. So like for our company, we're a family-owned business. If we decide to do something today, you know what? We can get going on it tomorrow. Well, it doesn't work that way when you're in a town. And so thankfully, Mike was able to really help us out with that.
0: That's awesome to hear. And Mike, you have you were mayor of the city of Baltic for 18 years, spent more years as the, the city administrator, economic development director. Um, could you speak a little bit to to how these developments impacted the community of Baltic and how it will continue to impact the community as as more houses
2: uh, go into the development, more lots are sold? Sure. Well, and I should mention that, yes, as my tenure as mayor, there were two housing developments that happened in Baltic, but now, of course, that was over a number of years. And up until our development, it had been 15 years before the Valley View addition was started. So those two housing developments really kind of jump-started Baltic and and brought some people to the area and things like that but once again those developments were done in phases and so it was a slow growth um, and so it was similar but yet different Uh, but over time um, you know both of those developments were very instrumental in in having Baltic start growing. Uh, back when I was a kid, uh, Baltic was 600, 600 people. So, um, you know, it, it sure changed over time. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me throw in, too, there have really
1: only been in Baltic three housing developments in 60 years. 60! It's unbelievable. The first one of those three, my grandparents were building a house in Baltic and I'm not a young guy anymore so I just so so you have an idea this has been a long time where we've as a town had three developments that's it so we just thought you know what almost all these lots are now sold in all those developments and each one of them kind of finished out in just the last 10, 15 years or so. So that's where we thought, you know what? In the past, there have been lots here and there throughout town. We don't really have that anymore. We needed something. Mm -hmm. And the challenge for Baltic is, it can't really grow west because of the Big Sioux River that's in the floodplain. And so it's a challenge to go south. It's a little bit of a challenge to go north because that river runs right next to town. We're really cut off. So it has to go east. And that's where we just thought, you know, this is going to be nice too, because we have slope. I look at some of these other towns around Sioux Falls and nothing against them. It's it's fine. And they're they're doing great. But. To me, after living in hills my whole life, it's kind of dull when the ground's flat. So I like it when we've got some hills and slopes, and you get a little more view, and and that's kind of what we have with our development. So I, I like it. It's a little bit of a challenge, but uh, but I think it's nice. So, I mean,
0: the probably biggest housing development in Baltic's history, the third one in 60 years. Uh, how have things been going? How are, how quickly are lots selling? Has this been a, if you build it, they will come kind of situation? Or?
1: Yeah, well, this one would be the fourth one now fourth, after the 60 sorry. years. Yeah, the, the, those three took 60 years. So, you stop and think about it. That's, that's 20 years for a development. I'm hoping that ours goes a lot faster than 20 years. I mean, ideally, I'd like to see it filled up in five. But, I mean, it, it may end up being 10 or whatever. We'll see how it goes. But, I mean, we got about one-sixth of the lots sold in the first year, so I feel pretty good about that.
0: So once all these lots are are filled out, the development is full, what's, what's next for Grant Park Capital?
1: Well, it depends a little bit on the timeline on some of these things. So, I mean... Mike and I aren't getting any younger, so I'm hoping it'll happen sooner rather than later. You guys look so, great. Not a day over yeah, 25. <laughs> thanks. So I'm happy, hoping that this can kind of happen sooner rather than later so we have the opportunity to do something else before we decide to retire. But uh, yeah, I I, I guess I, I think there is more potential around Baltic, not just for like in our development, single family homes, but multifamily, maybe even apartment stuff. I I, I don't know. that There's just so much potential around our area. Sioux Falls and, and South Dakota is growing well. We have a good business climate, and I'm excited for the future.
0: So pivoting a little bit, Baltic just announced its intentions to, to build a new high school um, on the east side of the existing building. Uh, and I understand you had some involvement in that as well, Brian?
1: Well, we helped the school secure some land that they really, really needed to make that happen. So we were excited to help them out with that. It had been a long time in the making. They'd been trying to acquire this ground, so we bought it, donated it to the school. And when you look back at the school's history and our town's history, it's taken people to get land and donate it to the school to make things happen. So Bob Wagmeester, who was our neighbor, just lived right south of us growing up. He's the one who donated a vast majority of that land for the school today. So we're just happy to be a part of it and we're excited for the future of Baltic. So even though if this high school thing gets passed soon and it gets built in the next couple of years, even though I won't have any kids there, maybe I'll have some grandkids there someday.
0: Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bike path, I think as well, was, was another Grant Park project.
2: The city had been working on um, some grants for the for their trails around town and, and such, and this year they were, uh, unfortunately, uh, didn't get funded through that grant, but yet uh, we saw the need uh, for safety, all-around safety, you know, as the high school uh, sits right along Lovely Avenue, the highway there, and then Fifth Street leading down. It was just, we, we watched the kids having to... Bike or walk or whatever, and, and right on the highway, and just not a not a safe uh, environment at all. And so, uh, we were able to, as long as we were working with the paving company uh, on our streets within the development, they had some availability to go ahead uh, and and help us out with with the bike path as well. And so, we were able to get that installed around the outskirts, uh, so that the, we can get the kids off the highway and, and get them to and from school safely. Yeah, and with our
1: developments to Phillips Crossing and Grant Park, we are putting bike path in there as well. E- even though that's not common for a developer to do that, we wanted to do that because we just think that it's really nice when it's all laid out up front whereas some of the past developments in Baltic it it, it was oh, we'll maybe do this in the future and you have an easement in your property, but then people forgot about the easement, and then they were upset because oh, now we want to do something and use this easement. And so anyway, we thought let's just have this over with right up front. It's going to cost us a little more money, but hopefully, then the lots are worth just a little bit more too because now you have a nice bike path right around the the property.
0: Speaking of the bike paths, um, Mike, if you wanted to speak a little bit more on what are some of maybe the amenities or the unique features that a that the Grant Park development has, including that bike path um, that it, you know if I'm a if I'm a Home buyer looking between a development, say Grant Park Capital and Baltic, and, and somewhere else in the region. Um, what makes Grant Park Capital and, and Baltic a little bit special?
2: Well, I, I think Brian already touched on on you know one of the the biggest assets of it is the view uh, it's gorgeous it, The you know it, it's the rolling hills it's not a flat piece of property uh, just great views that are out there the proximity to the school uh, you literally uh, from either Phillips Crossing or Grant Park you can walk or bike to school we're going to have about a three acre park mm-hmm. in
1: the Grant Park addition as well. And so that would be accessible from Phillips Crossing via the bike path too. So, yeah, it's just we're, we're trying to do what we can for Baltic. So it's a nice place to live. And I guess I just get excited about it because I grew up in Baltic or right outside of Baltic and spent so much time there. Just had kids going through the whole school system. And people are looking for... Something outside of Sioux Falls where they can go to a small school, a smaller town, yet they still have a really nice place to live and good amenities. I mean, Baltic is kind of this, when we always talk about the real South Dakota, right? When we're thinking about the small
0: towns, maybe a little bit further out west or some of those farm towns, Baltic kind of has that flavor, but really close to Sioux Falls, right? You think about meat bingo on on the Saturday nights at the well, Legion and the, and the school that the kids are walking to. It's kind of a it's kind of a special place. So
1: yeah, it's it's really been great having our kids in Baltic was awesome just because you had the chance to know all the kids and the teachers and the parents. But then, if you want to do something in Sioux Falls, so my kids were in heavily involved in baseball and volleyball and some of these things, uh, even cheer, where they were going into Sioux Falls, and it was a ten minute drive to bring them into Sioux Falls to go to those things. Yet we still had them in a nice small school.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing I'll also say is, this past weekend, Brian and I, Brian and I had the opportunity to. We had a booth at the home show in Sioux Falls, and so we had an opportunity to, you know, let people know about Baltic, let them know about our development, and probably the the one thing that struck me the most was what we've what we've kind of been talking about this whole session is that we're homegrown. You know, it, it, it's not a realtor. It's not a developer from someplace else that's coming and trying to trying to sell you a lot in Baltic. It's genuine. It, it's the two guys from Baltic that uh, know Baltic that grew up there that love it and were able to just talk to it with our heart versus a business transaction. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things, too, that we've told a lot of people in town is, we're not doing this
1: to get rich. What we're doing is trying to help the city of Baltic. And if we can do well with this, then we're, we're putting more money into the school and the community and trying to make Baltic an even better place than it already is.
0: Where do each of you see the community of Baltic in the next 5, 10, 15 years as it
2: continues to grow? We could turn that around, Ryan, and ask you the questions oh, man. as the <laughs> no uh, you know uh, to to answer your question though i I really feel like we have a lot of great momentum going, you know both from our side of it with Grant Park Capital, but also with the city. The city is really focused on you know bringing in some commercials, some businesses uh, and and things like that so I, I I really feel that we're really got some some great momentum going here uh, and and that we really are going to be an enhanced community in the future.
1: Yeah. And some people, I think, get worried that all of a sudden Baltic's going to turn into Sioux Falls. And it's like, um, they've been talking about that my entire life. And like I was saying before, we've literally had three developments. This will be the fourth now in over 60 years. So it, there, there's, there's going to be growth. It's not going to be, in my opinion, super fast or anything like that. So you're most likely going to have decades where you can come to Baltic, live in a nice small town, get to know your neighbors, have a safe community, uh, a nice school that's, it's Class A. So we're the smallest, one of the very smallest Class A schools. So we have a lot of the opportunities for kids, yet it's not this enormously huge school or enormously huge town, which let's face it, a lot of people are moving to the Sioux Falls area from rural communities across South Dakota, and they want more of that small town feel. I I, I think that's what Baltic's going to continue to offer as we grow a little bit at a time here. I think
0: uh, with with greater population, I think there's come a greater demand for, for more commercial development and more services and amenities that you might expect in maybe a, a slightly bigger community. I mean, people are talking about their neighborhood bar and grill. Um, they're talking about, you know, having a, having a clinic or a pharmacy nearby. Some of those things that, you know, it would be convenient if you didn't have to drive that 15 minutes into Sioux Falls. Um, and I think also from a, from an economic development perspective, something that would be nice to maybe see starting to be attracted closer to Baltic is, is maybe some, 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 uh, maybe some industry, uh, some some uh, kind of an employment base. I think, you know, Baltic ships a lot of its population into Sioux Falls every day. A lot of folks are professionals in the hospitals or the banks. Um, and, but having a little bit of daytime population that can sustain those things like a cafe or a coffee shop or, you know, a couple of gas stations, I think would be really, really helpful um, from, from a community and economic development perspective. So last question here is is, let's talk about the award night. I think uh, hopefully it was, it was special for both of you being recognized for for your hard work in the community. If you guys want to tell me a little bit about that experience, what was happening beforehand, uh, Brian? Maybe you want to talk a little bit about it. Mike probably knew beforehand; he's on our board, so he had <laughs> he had he yeah. had the uh, the inside
1: scoop on 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 the awards. He was kind of peeking in the Oscar envelope, so to speak. But. So Mike had just said, "Hey, you should really come to this meeting." And I I said, you know, I actually can make it that night. My schedule's free that night, so I'll be there. Jenny and I will come down. And I think Jenny knew, just like Mike did, but I had no idea that Grant Park was going to, Grant Park Capital was going to win this award. We're not doing development stuff to win awards or even look for recognition. In fact, a lot of the things that we've tried to do for our community over the years has been either anonymous or we've tried to keep it as quiet as possible. That's not why we're doing the things that we're doing. But I guess I, I was happy that we got that. And and I, but again, I was just I was really surprised that that night. So normally I am. I tried to be very well prepared. I planned stuff way in advance. So then they wanted me to talk. And, I, of course, after <laughs> the war, I'm like, I don't know what to say exactly. But I'm I'm just really thankful, and I'm really excited for the future of Baltic.
0: Well, we're uh, so grateful to have an awesome member of the community like you who's willing to you know put the time and the resources and the energy into helping make the community a better place. Thanks. So I think that wraps it up here today. Uh, I wanted to thank uh, Mike and Brian for their time and letting us uh, use their wonderful Egg PhD studio out here uh, just outside of Baltic. We'll catch you next week, everybody. Uh, this is Ryan Silberg from the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. And remember, try to be like Brian and Mike here and leave things better than you found them. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Growing Places. Follow us on social media at Sioux Metro. Tune in next time to the next episode of Growing Places. And always leave things better than the way you found them.